I'm assuming we're recording. Okay. Play this by ear, but I'm assuming that it's happening right now. So get us going. Verify. <laughs> I don't want to go like 20 minutes and then find out that it was not recording. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Tashiva Oliver and Leah Ross is my co-host. Listen, living as an urban Christian woman is a great gift and an amazing mission, which is why we need to be equipped for the everyday life. So whether you're hanging with the kiddos, washing dishes, checking emails at the gym, or maybe even on your train commute, keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Toshiba Oliver, and I am your host, Leah Ross. Welcome back, ladies. What's up, ladies? I hope that you all are well on this glorious and blessed day. And if you've been following us from this past earlier week, we started off with a new series called The Lord Is a Journey Through the Psalms of Comfort. And we're mm-hmm. looking at how um, the Psalms actually reflect one of one of the key characteristics of who the Lord is and lingering into that, and then how the Psalm explicates um, that and the implications for our lives. So ladies, we are happy that you are here. Yeah. And yeah. we are digging in today on Psalm 5. And y'all, I'm excited about this one because last, um, on our previous podcast, we talked about the Lord is our righteousness. And today, the Lord is a righteous refuge. Listen, some of us have been escaping into not so good spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's going to invite us into a different refuge and place of yes. And so yes. I'm super um, grateful for Psalm chapter five. So digging into this, we see right off the back. Let me just read it for us here. Um, Psalm five. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to bring us right in. Um, Psalm five. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groanings. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I do pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. Mm -hmm. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouth. Their innermost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels because of the abundance of their transgressions. Cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. Amen. Yeah. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, 
Um, right in here, we're going to be able to see that the Lord is a righteous refuge. The prayers and the pleas of the heart are the prayers for the righteous and the unrighteous. Mm -hmm. um, there's this contrast um, between the fate of the humble and the fate of the enemy who actually is boastful and prideful, which is what we'll see in verse five. And so y'all, the Lord is a righteous refuge. And we're going to be able to see this multiple times, starting right at the top of the key. If you guys were, were following through with Leah um, in Psalm five, we see that the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, I mean, I'm going to be hitting on this every time we have yeah, podcast. It's repeated mm -hmm. five times in the psalm because the Lord wants us to know that he is exactly who he says mm -hmm. he is. Mm -hmm. the I am, period. He is mm -hmm. the I am. He is self-existent. There is no one like him. There is no one who can stand against him. There's no one above him. He is the one who is, who was, and who is to come. This is the Lord that we are talking about. So Leah, in this Psalm, what is it telling us about God as a righteous yeah. refuge? Yeah, he is a righteous refuge. We see these characteristics of God in this Psalm, that he is our King. And that's pointed out in verse two. He, uh, the Psalmist calls him my King and my God. We know that he hears our prayers, that he is a righteous God. He does not delight in wickedness and in evil. We see that in verse four and that his love is unchanging. We see that in verse seven, mm -hmm. We see that he's a righteous judge and a just leader. Um, he's, he is the one, um, leading in these, in these acts of, of just establishing his righteousness. Mm -hmm. He is a refuge for us. Mm -hmm. He is a protector and he covers us. And we see that just that, that expression of confidence, um, let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Mm -hmm. He is providing this refuge for us mm -hmm. and he is going to cover us. Um, he provides this covering, um, this protection that those who love his name may exult in him. So he, he is just, uh, we see this characteristic of God as this both righteous and, and the refuge is a provision of protection. Yeah. So righteous in the sense of, of good and holy and, and honorable in That's what is right. right. And the protector makes him our refuge. So he, he, he protects us in perfect, um, in perfect uh, symmetry or, or, or uh, synchronicity, if you will, okay. of what is okay. good and right um, and, and outside of keeping outside what is, what is wicked and what is, what is um, contrary to him. Yeah. So it's just a beautiful picture of like, man, he is around us. Yes. He is wrapping himself around us. Yes. And he is one who, is, who has no bandwidth for wickedness, okay? Yes. And praise God for his mercy that he has covered our own wickedness. Yes. And that actually he, he creates this space of refuge, um, even as we see just wickedness and, and, and evil and brokenness flying all around us. Yeah, so, yeah. Leah, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you actually put, articulated the righteousness of God 
in tandem with the holiness of God, because oftentimes, like we were talking about in the previous podcast, that people will say, well, if God is so good, then why is this? Why does he allow this? That is not a part of who God is. That is human brokenness from the sin in the garden. And because of that, all of Mm -hmm. this world is under the sway of the evil one is what we actually know to be true, but God is righteous and his righteousness is connected with holiness. And that's why when we see those who are doing wicked and evil deeds as what it says in four, for you, oh God, you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. There is no evil in God. He is mm-hmm. holy. And I think we need to just sort of take that in because currently in the state that we're in, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, the enemy, the devil can play tricks on our mind to make mm-hmm. us think that this is some cruel joke that God is doing. And that is yeah. not him. That God is out to destroy you. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. This is this is n- like that we're in a plague. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He is. He is holy. He is holy. He is holy, and there yeah. is no wickedness in him. That is a part of the sinfulness of man. And so, understanding that, and I love how the progression of the psalm goes from understanding who God is as righteous and Mm -hmm. his holiness and that um, evil cannot dwell. And because Mm -hmm. evil cannot dwell, he is only known by his love, his justness, his protection, like all of these things that allow us to understand him as he is a refuge. And refuge is a place of safety and safety is for those the, mm-hmm. the, he provides that safety because he yeah. loves us because he, he loves us yeah come on come on mm-hmm. i'm i'm going i'm going to bring you down right now cuz i'm charged up right now right hey, keep that charge <laughs> because he is a protector yeah, and, and he covers us and even more that he has he has done that he has done that for us through his son jesus christ we are mm-hmm. fully safe and we we will literally see him face to face. And that is mm-hmm. a hope that we have. And so that safety is is in the future, but it reaches back into our present right now that yes. we can experience his righteous refuge and safety mm-hmm. and protection mm-hmm. and covering because he is righteous. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, whew. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and I want you to paint that picture for us of even as you talk about he he gives us that in the future and he he actually gives us that in the present as well. And then we have an example of David from from past who is who is embracing that in his present and trusting in the future deliverance. Come on. The future righteousness credited to him. Come on. And so how, tell us, like, what does this say about how David is posturing himself in light of hiding in God's righteous refuge for him? 
because David is hiding in that righteous refuge, David is vulnerable. He is open with his heart Mm -hmm. and the matters of his heart. Everything about David and how he articulates himself is a posture of humility. It is a dependence upon the Lord to say, Lord, I know that you reign. And so because of that, I have a sure confidence is what verse two says. David prioritizes the Lord's presence in the morning. There's a posture to say, Lord, I'm not the Lord of my day. I know that you are the orchestrator of my day. And so I'm going to lean in and I'm going to prioritize your presence because you are my refuge. And as you are my refuge, you are going to protect me and cover me as I go. So yes. David prioritizes the Lord's presence in the morning in verse three. Don't miss that, y'all. <laughs> Girl, then David's awareness of how he receives love on mm-hmm. no merit of his own account, or it, it, but it's an abundant love that has been poured out to him is what it says in verse seven. It says, but I, through the abundance of your steadfast mm-hmm. love, y'all steadfast love is an unwavering love. It does not mm-hmm. shift. It does not, it's not fickle. It's not time of the month. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. steady. And it is, it is always there. It does not change and it does not cease. Oh my goodness. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Thank so you, Lord. David has postured himself in humility, as we see in verse seven and verse eight. He says, lead me, O Lord. He said, no, in verse seven, he says, I will bow down toward your yeah. temple yeah. in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies, make your straight way before me. So he knows he's not like living in this far off place, thinking that like he's not experiencing uh, trials. He's not experiencing the suffering of evil wickedness around him. He's mm-hmm. aware of it and he's vulnerable to it, but he is so aware that he bows himself, yeah, postures himself in humility turns his whole personhood towards Christ mm-hmm. says I bow down it's, there's a verbal acknowledgement yes. and because of that David's refuge in the Lord's house becomes it, it's an unwavering love and he bows down he's honoring him and he's led by him and so David mm-hmm. turns the injustice of those who are evil and boastful to the Lord and he does not seek his own justice mm-hmm. he doesn't He's not, he's not out like, oh yeah, I'm okay. You just wait one second. I got you. I got you. I'm yeah. I'm yeah. Back for your yeah. whole personhood. He's not even, he, he's like. He's entrusting the righteous justice of God to come through. I mean, we see in now. verse 10, he says, listen, God, you going to let them bear their guilt. Okay. Mm-hmm. You going to let them fall by their own counsel. You know, their transgressions. Come on. You going to cast them out at the end for they have rebelled against you. He's mm-hmm. not even taking their sin as an affront against himself. He's like, look, God, ultimately they have rebelled against you mm. and you are the only righteous judge. And so you're going to handle it. Can I, I got, my hand it. I got my hand raised because we on Zoom. I got my hands raised because we on Zoom. And I also got, because I got to testify to this because even as you, you are articulating that the Lord has really been dealing with me about yeah. 
the fact that I don't need to literally mm-hmm. correct every single knickknack and detail in my kids Yeesh. throughout the Bring day in this COVID-19. Come on now. You're getting real nitty gritty. Talking about the nitty gritty. Let's get nitty gritty here. Like just, just going hardcore every single thing. I'm like picking apart. He's The Lord is like, no, I, I see this. I see their prideful and boastful hearts and I see your prideful and boastful heart. Mm -hmm. And if I'm God and I can turn you towards me, I can do the same thing. Yes. I have used you as an extension to Mm -hmm. discipline your children out of my love. But if you are, you're exasperating them. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's Mm. what you're doing. Fathers do not provoke quit exasperating your children mm-hmm. knit knacking thinking that you're you're not the righteous judge Toshiba. yeah yeah something you got to leave something for me to can you take that to the throne room can you bring that you, I, i'm continuing yeah. to reveal that your children who are exaggerating who are actually taking on a form of lying i'm exposing that so that you can bring that into the throne room of heaven yeah. come on come on <laughs> And allow me to deal with their hearts because mm-hmm. I am the Lord and I am. Yeah. King, yeah. And I hear your prayers yeah. and I do not delight in wickedness mm. and evil. And I am mm. righteous and my love is unwavering and I am a just leader and I am a righteous judge. And there is refuge for you, yeah. my dear. And yeah. I will protect and cover them and you at the same time. Cause I am mm. the Lord. Mm, mm, mm. So this is a hot take because this is not in our notes, but what I'm hearing come together is that in order to hide ourselves in the refuge that God is, we have to humble ourselves. Okay. The posture of humility is necessary. We will not find ourselves in the refuge of God unless we take this, David, I will bow down toward your holy temple in fear of you first. Oh my goodness. That is first nuggets major in that posture of humility then we find ourselves entering into the refuge of a righteous god because we're not depending on our own righteousness Mm. we're not saying that we are the judge of others righteousness come on okay and we are acknowledging that god's perfect righteousness is the only just thing that exists in this world and so that, that posturing our hearts in humility is the, is the way to enter into the refuge. Mm. So we choose that posture of humility instead of letting our hearts follow this path of pride. Mm. Mm. And listen, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's nowhere in nobody's notes, y'all. I'm just telling you. So it really does say about ourselves that we truly have no merit on our own. Mm-hmm. Yet we receive his love outside of his love and grace. We will be destroyed. Literally mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of his love. We will be, re- we will be, we will be destroyed and we can have joy in the Lord, no matter our circumstances, yeah. Yeah. because we yeah. are blessed and highly favored, yes. not by yes. just what Leah is saying, not by our mm-hmm. own righteousness, but by the righteousness of God. And so we have a choice. Mm-hmm. Leah, that's what I hear you saying too, is that. Yeah. 
we are faced with choices to posture our hearts in humility or posture our hearts in pride. And here is the crazy part to me, Leah, is that in the example that I gave, that's a real life example, by the way. I mean, like, do uh, listen, I'm telling y'all right now, it's a real life example. Okay. I'm living it every day, Monday, (laughs) every day, literally. I was about to say Monday through Friday. Monday through Monday. (laughs) Girl. Okay. So it's a real life example and on top of that, what I would say is that like, there is a choice and I, I, I come mm-hmm. from a, a, a black Southern background. Okay. Mm-hmm. Black Southern background. Mm-hmm. Now I'm telling you right now, um, ain't no old head talking about humble yourselves to God so that you can walk in humility towards your babies and your kids. Ain't nobody what? told me that. Okay. <laughs> that is counter-cultural, but honey, it's <laughs> biblical. But it's biblical. <laughs> That is the truth. It's countercultural. Yeah. Because what it does is, and I'm not saying that like I'm supposed to just submit. I'm not talking about submitting to my children. I'm saying humbling myself so yeah. that I can come alongside my child in that moment. That takes humility. Y'all, yeah. I'll be wanting to yoke my kids up, honey, because mm-hmm. I'm from that, I'm from that old school. Like you got two, <laughs> if I hear you breathe wrong, you do. <laughs> say I hear you breathe wrong you know but what I'm saying though is that that there's a choice to posture our hearts in humility or posture our hearts in pride yeah and pride literally is sin and it separates us from God and it separates us from one another that's the same thing I tell my kids I'm Holy Spirit teaching it and reminding me right now I know it's all it all comes straight back around to us yeah absolutely yeah, my, my husband had wrote a like a post on his page, like maybe like a week or two ago or something like that, because we also were just like nitpicking, like getting used mm-hmm. to this like new rhythm. And it was just so crazy. And it was like, everything does not need to be taken apart. It just does not. Right. And, right. and if that is the case, then that means that we have to posture and pursue humility. Yes. 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 So Leah, what are we called to in response to this? Yes. As we've been working working through all of this, what am I called to in response? What am I currently working on work in progress over here? Well, number one, obviously we have just really hit the, the, the threshing floor with humility right? This is our attitude. Our attitude has to be one of humility, mm-hmm. one of trust in God, mm-hmm. um, this confidence that he is the just judge, right? I'm not trying to bring it down on my kids or my husband or whoever it is, my enemies. Mm-hmm. This, this belief and confidence that he, he is the one who's going to work out justice yeah. um, in relationship to himself and in their relationship one to another too. Mm-hmm. So then we're, um, this attitude of um, humility is also expressed in confessing our own ways of pride, right? We're mm-hmm. seeking out this humility and we're finding it in his love. And we're also finding it in the one who lived a, a, a perfect example of this life of humility in his steadfast love. And that is Christ. And we hear of this in Philippians 2 where um, Paul tells us to do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, mm. but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. I don't know how, re- how much more relevant that could be right now. When we are literally in our homes all the time with the people, with all the people. <laughs> all the people, all the people. 
Count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of uh, interest of others. I had a pastor a couple of weeks ago that said, "How how can you seek to do good to those that you are with in your in your home right now?" Mm. And Paul continues, "Have this mind among yourselves." which is yours in Christ Jesus. And this is the example of Christ right here, who though he was in the form of God, did not count mm. equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Ooh. Jesus. Born Leah. In likeness of men. And found Leah. in human form, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Leah. And listen, I can tell you. Ooh, Jesus. I have to work that humility in myself. When I tell myself, I want to, I want to clap back to my kids or somebody in my house. I'm not mm. your servant. Yeah. And, and the Holy Spirit says, instead, you're going to say, I'm happy to serve you. It is my joy to serve you yeah. because that's the posture of Christ where Ooh. I'll be quick. Listen, I'm not your servant. I'm not your waitress. Yeah. And it's true. I'm not, I'm not a waitress. Okay. And, and there's a way to mutually honor one another. But if I take the posture of it is my joy to get to serve you today in this way, girl, come girl on. I'm slain all the way out of my flesh. Like <laughs> literally, literally all the way out. All so the and way that, out. that is a work only Christ can do in my heart. Okay. And so I'm trusting that he's going to do that in y'all's hearts as well. And listen, and so these are the postures of our heart that we're asking God to, to work in us. And then as we walk out sort of these, these steps of practical steps of what are we doing, mm-hmm. we're looking to him as our king and our God. Mm-hmm. We're, we're posturing ourselves with humility and humility involves prayer, right? Confessing our dependence mm-hmm. on him prayer obedience in worship saying Mm. yes i'm gonna honor you as my king i'm gonna confess that you are my king and and my god as i worship you Mm -hmm. as i rely on you throughout the day as i pray without ceasing as we said in the last last episode just that constant crying out to god Mm. and then practically taking refuge in him finding his presence and that sort of circles back to this this posture of obedience and worship and entering his presence our refuge is in his presence and so when we experience him Mm. as a righteous refuge we're doing that when we when we enter in through prayer and through worship and and i know one of the things we're going to do is is really include some some worship tracks a playlist for us to be able to embrace just sort of these psalms of comfort and what that means to be worshiping through this Mm -hmm. and so we'll give the we'll provide those resources for our listeners and this is just a space where we are going to obey to worship and pray and cry out to God and create just that posture of humility in ourselves where Mm -hmm. he will become our righteous refuge Mm. I'm excited for what the Lord is going to do will you pray us out she Yes, girl. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. We thank you that you are our righteous refuge. We thank you that you are our King and our God. And God, we thank you that um, you are giving us every single day of every single moment an opportunity to choose whom we will serve, to choose 
humility or to choose a prideful and haughty mm -hmm. heart. Lord, forgive us for the times where we give in to that pride and our haughtiness and, and a boastfulness, Lord God. Forgive us for that and we just confess it to you. And Lord, we pray that you will forgive us and cleanse us from our unrighteousness, Lord God, mm -hmm. and set our feet on good ground, God, that we may be women, Lord God, who literally hunger and thirst after righteousness and are filled with it. God, mm -hmm. as your word says in Matthew, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that we would choose humility. God, that we would literally uh, 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 push and run into the presence of God and not just run into the presence of God, but God, that we would bow down, that we would physically, Lord mm -hmm. God, I don't know how many women um, who listen to this podcast, Lord God, are literally bowing their knees, Lord God, mm. in, in, in submission and in, in, um, in reflection of that you are Lord. God, if we don't get down on our knees, just as a sign and a symbol to say, God, we submit to your will. God, I pray that we would do that. And then Lord, mm. help us, God, to pursue humility through honoring you, Lord God. Help us to know that our life is worship. God, that you're inviting us to a lifestyle, Lord God, as we are in this season, Lord God. And so, Father, I pray, God, whether uh, we are tempted to go towards um, uh, uh, wanting our way with our children or, God, whether we're wanting our way and not being faithful when we're on our Zoom calls with our coworkers or if we're not being faithful in the ways of our house, God, if we're not being faithful with the, with the use of our time through um, excessive Netflix and chills and, and binge watching and, and everything else, Lord God, Father God, I pray, Lord God, that we would just pursue you, your presence, your righteousness, and find refuge. And in that, Lord God, that we would, we would be humbled and God, that we would be rooted in the steadfast love that you mm -hmm. provide. And mm -hmm. so Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. And we ask you to be with us as we go forward um, in this season for the glory of your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, ladies. We're so glad you joined us. Yes. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, ladies. Bye. Thank you.